Did you watch the Super Bowl at all? Define watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, me neither. Welcome to We Have That Podcast at Home. I'm on brand Gamage. <laughs> and I'm on brand Rachel. And this is our off-brand podcast. The only sport ball podcast to bravely venture onto the field when we have no idea what we're doing. I mean, so does a lot of other people, though. Most people have no idea what they're doing. They just embrace the future and go. We are so gold right now. Each week, we play (laughs) Russian roulette with our success and spin a wheel to find out the genre of the next week's podcast. Not to be confused with Brazilian roulette. Brazilian roulette is completely different and usually ends up with pregnancy. And also a lot of waxing. No one gets away with with no waxing, but some people leave with more waxed. This week is wild card, and that means that we're going to talk. We have something concrete, but it's also just a lot of bullshit. But every episode's bullshit. Like, yeah, yeah, fuck off. Fuck you. You know what you You know what this is. We're how many episodes in? You know what this is. Uh, Yeah, I watched the very end of Super Bowl, and people got mad that Taylor Swift won. What do you mean, Taylor Swift won? She's like dating. The dude on, I think, the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh. Who was and who was even in the Super so Bowl? I don't actually whole, know anything about the Super the Bowl. The 49ers and the Chiefs. Wow. that I believe were the teams, but everybody said it's the 49ers versus Taylor Swift, which my favorite part about this is Taylor Swift's ability to, as like a pop star, to completely supersede an entire group of people's achievement, and it's just Taylor <laughs> Swift won the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm so people are are mad at Taylor Swift. What about the Swifties? Are they up in arms too? Or? I no, I assume they're happy she won the Super Bowl. Ah, yes. There was just a couple of people that were like, ah, fuck, Taylor Swift won the Super Bowl. I didn't want her to win. Did Kanye interrupt when she got her Super Bowl trophy? Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> that would be fun. That's some legacy shit. Yeah, it is. That's a callback <laughs> for sure. I think that was the first time I ever heard about Taylor Swift is that whole Kanye West thing. That's also the first time I heard about Kanye West, so. <laughs> what an introduction to two like now very famous people. Not that they weren't famous then, but they're kind of iconically famous now at this point. It's also weird that Kanye West like was jumping on his own sword for Beyonce at the time. He's like he said that Beyonce deserved it more or something. I don't know. I've I never don't... liked Beyonce's music. I'm a I'm a, a middle-aged white dude though, so it might not be for me. Um weird silence. Thanks for your support. Not like, uh, yeah, me too. It's, I don't know. It's just not for me. Blah, blah, blah. No, just. I just, I don't know. Accusatory like, silence. My partner is a racist. Beyonce. No, I was just trying to. I was just trying to diplomatically before. Like, I love, I love Destiny's Beyonce Child. lovers kick down my door. I like Beyonce. I do agree with you that I do think Beyonce can be a little hyped up sometimes. Yeah. So did you, sorry, uh, just to circle back to artists who are iconic, did you watch the Super Bowl halftime show at all? No, I didn't watch the Super Bowl at all, period. Okay, they got 
Alicia Keys. Ooh, I love Alicia Keys. And, yeah, it was Alicia Keys and Usher to do the halftime Why isn't show? Alicia Keys like held up like Beyonce? Her music's better than Beyonce's. I don't know. Fight me. That was what. Yes, thank you. That was what I was gonna bring up. Is like, like I really Keys like is, Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys is a legitimate musician. Like she understands the craft. She she's a master at creating the music. I I can't really say. I don't know Beyonce, but like, does does Beyonce write all of her music too? That's a great question. I don't know. I'm not about to make enemies on here with baseless accusations that I don't know a thing of. I have baseless accusations. Um, she is known to write most of her songs. I believe it. I mean, I understand like nothing against nothing against the artists in the industry who don't write their own music because the industry is very large and I know how crazy it is to write a song in general and a lot of the times, a lot of pressure is put on the musician to to crank out the records. I like the way it is now where a lot of musicians, they come out with an album and it's only got like six or seven songs on it. I'm down yeah, with that. Yeah, because that's my thing. Because they're not trying to sell CDs and fill the CD up. like and it, Exactly. It, yeah, before, and it's like, created better music a little bit. Yeah, because before like bands would just, would just like, well, we got to write a bullshit fucking song to get our 10, 11, 12 Yeah, to hit out. our 12, yeah. I also like, um, I feel that though the advent of things like Spotify and streaming music, I'm sure f- like pretty heavily fuck with artists revenue. It also has opened up a lot of doors for smaller time artists yeah. to get their foot in the door and people to actually be able to explore that avenue. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of music, have you ever seen Beyonce's DS commercial? What do you? What do you mean DS commercial? <laughs> Her Nintendo DS commercial. That bitch does not play Nintendo DS. <laughs> when you watch the commercial, it does not look like she plays Nintendo <laughs> DS at all. That it's I can't I, It straight up looks like they handed it to her 30 seconds before filming and went you're gonna play uh i think it's called like rhythm heaven or something it's like uh yeah i fucking love rhythm heaven like a yeah yeah okay you know what i'm talking about it's like a you know like audio based game kind of like beat saber and things and and the big Um, one dance dance revolution but okay sure thank you yes i was i was trying to remember the words that are dance dance revolution and was blanking yeah the rhythm Um, games yeah but it's her being like ha ha and playing rhythm heaven being like, this is what I love to do between sets. Mm, but with okay. the most faked enthusiasm ever. It's really funny to watch. And it, it's a commercial. I get it. But I know that if I were to become like a billionaire overnight, like I don't think I would ever do a commercial for something I didn't believe in. Like, no, it's got to be a product fuck, that like, maybe I've, she plays I've Rhythm Heaven and just feels weird. <laughs> well, that's actually one of my uh, pet peeves is in movies or TV shows is they show somebody playing video games and they're like just mashing the buttons, pretending they're playing. I hate that. Yes. Yeah. No, it's like, can you just just play? You can show me a screen where you're not sucking, but you can just play. Yeah. It doesn't take that long to learn what the buttons do. Yeah. Like um, uh, we, we, we started watching House again, but th- there's like parts where like he's playing the game. And it's it's I could see that he's like mashing the buttons and it's not adding up to what he's doing. Yeah. And you're like, ah, no. And he's like doing like there there are parts where it's just like I'm winning the game and I'm like, I played that game and that's that's not anything. That's 
That's not even progression. You're just <laughs> moving the character. That's not, yeah. But there's just a lot of things like that where they're like, yeah. And it's just like, I know what game you're playing. I'm not a fucking moron. Well, and it's little, it's little things that I feel like make or break illusion in a show. Because another one that gets me is anytime people are texting each other in a show, they don't bother to put like three or four text messages in to make it look like there's been previous text Yeah, it's history. just like, I erase my text At every all. night. Yeah, it's That's this is the sketchy. first time I'm messaging you. It is also on the original like iPhone Messenger from the early 2000s. It's it's pretty fucked, yeah. And what 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 grabs me is that there's nobody on set that goes, "Hey, like there's nobody on set that plays video games that goes, "Hey, this doesn't look very realistic. Like, aren't you worried that people are, aren't going to uh, believe it? And the director's like, fuck that. I don't care. Is that what's happening? Reach yeah. out to us. Well, and that's that's the thing that gets the text message thing for me is like, there's no one that saw that and went, hold on 30 seconds while I pretend to send three messages back and forth. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be complicated. But the real criminal mine my thing and your thing about the text messages going further back that's it's been around forever is the goodbye less hang up oh god yes when 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 they they just like okay and they just hang up like there's no goodbyes i know that every time i there's a dog barking outside it's probably chopper too your chopper is a, now a dog that's barking yes that's, that's when did your cat become a dog he's always been a dog I know that every time I've had a full conversation on the phone, like it's it's three goodbyes, like all right, goodbye, all right, all right, yeah, 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 okay, goodbye, and that it doesn't happen. And I, is it a joke? Is it like a thing? Like Haha, we're gonna do this and we're gonna keep doing it. We know what we're doing. Is that what's happening? The I think the part that irks me is saying goodbye to almost anyone on the phone is awkward and weird and drawn out. Like I kind of what, what you're you saying, but about? also like there's saying goodbye to people on the phone. Is that that's weird? That's my favorite no, part. No, no, no. I no, don't no. even want to be like, on the phone. The interaction is usually when you're saying goodbye to somebody. It's like you said, where it's drawn out and you say it multiple times. It's like, like you call your mom. Yeah, hey mom. Yeah, I love you. Uh huh. Goodbye. Okay. Yeah, you too. You don't give them the option. Okay, bye. All right, anyway, I'm on my way home. Damn Peace, it. click. What you got to start doing is, yeah, doing it like it's a fucking television show. I used to, um, with my friends, I would, I would say, like, what has a small penis and hangs down? And I'd be like, I don't know. And they'd be like, a bat. What has a big penis and hangs up? And then i just hang up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start ending phone calls like that. <laughs> That's f- so fucking funny. I'm going to use that on Tyler and he's going to lose his life. <laughs> it's pretty good. You're welcome. That'll be $5. <laughs> anyway. Uh, every, t- <laughs> every time I use it, the royalty fee is $5. <laughs> this fucking dog. Is it still going? Yeah. Because I only heard it the one time. That's insane. Well, it, it's fine that you're not hearing it. That's not the problem is my mic is picking it up. and if Oh, I'm- yeah. No, I know. And you're going to hear it more later. God, this episode is all over the place, and it's not going to improve from here. <laughs> this is wild card. It's, it's the, whatever. It's wild card, and the dog decided to join. So how long have you been a dog? Uh-huh. You don't say. He's, like, not barking anymore. 
I like went okay. out there I just have calip- and like <laughs> just stared at him through the fence. Yeah. <laughs> and he just went and just like walked away. No barking anymore. Well, good. There's no barking. There's just a cat slapping everything she can possibly get to off of my desk. If it's not one thing, it's another. And there's another. a lot of things. This is a very animal-friendly podcast, unfortunately. Yeah. So I got some information today that's pretty important. Ooh. You have super AIDS. Uh, no, but... Oh, is that not? Oh my god, it's back at it again. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is awful. Never met a dog I liked. (laughs) Not a single dog. Maybe it's because I've never had a service animal. But even, I I think a service animal is like a pretty fucked up thing to do, but I get it, you know? (laughs) Like it's, if I'm blind, a a, a seeing eye dog is is great, life-saving. But at the same time, like you've taken this dog and you basically trained it specifically as like a throwaway animal for this one purpose. I mean, I think people like their their dogs. Well, I'm not saying like, oh, like even if they're, they're abusing it. I'm just saying like they don't get to, to enjoy the other pleasures in being a dog. It's mostly just the one thing. Usually the dogs like clock in and out for the day, kind of like how we do. That that's stupid. That's no, I, like I, I don't a, believe a that. a dog a job. Like the dog, well, no, like like the dog uh, understands downtime. Shut up. Well, no, like uh, I used to watch this comedian who had a service dog. Um, and he was talking about how when she, they like get ready for the day, there's a specific trick that they do. That's like, a, hey, like we're a service dog now. And then they do it again when it's like the end of her day. And then she doesn't have to worry about taking care of him or like ignoring other dogs and stuff. So they had like a clock in clock out system. I don't know if everybody does that with their service animals. I know that but... service animals are hard to train and and a lot of them don't even don't even have the right personality to do it. Like I know that there's a lot of dogs that fail that yeah. whole process. Yeah. But honestly, like if you're going to be a dog, you want to fail that. No, so <laughs> You don't want a job? You don't want a what? job. You're an, you're an animal. A job is a human-made thing. It's it's a human-made thing. And we're now putting our oppressive human-made thing on it's, you. It's 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 to create suffering. That's the only reason it exists. Yeah. That was the end of my thought. Um <laughs> No, so I got my email results today for 23andme. I did a 23andme. Oh shit. And I got my results. What are your results? Well, so I originally wanted to, because um, I, I was looking into uh, the name Gamage, I wanted to find out the exact like roots, and I found that like uh-huh. it's the the roots are either in from from France or Welsh, because there's different Gamages, and you know it kind of split off and they went like two ways. Yeah. So I was thinking like, oh, I wonder if I'm French or Welsh, and it turns out no, <laughs> <laughs> neither. <laughs> I don't know where the name <laughs> None of the above. I just have the name. Oh fuck. I am uh let's see, a hundred percent white. I'm white, 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 more white. white. Yeah. Uh I am eighty three point four percent British and Irish. Yep. Um same, same. Oh really? Fifteen point three percent German. Okay. Point two percent Greek. 
Oh, look at you. That, that's nothing. Um, I'm also 0.2% <laughs> Coptic Egyptian. Coptic Egyptian? And what I think of that is that one of my ancestors stayed at a bed and breakfast in Egypt once. And that's where that came from. <laughs> they didn't breed with anybody. They just stayed there one time. But it's not Egyptian. It's Coptic Egyptian. Yeah, What's... what does that mean? Copts. Copts are a Christian ethno-religious... Oh, no. <laughs> Christian ethno-religious group indigenous to North Africa who have primarily inhabited the area of modern Egypt and Sudan since antiquity. So it's just... So Coptic Egypt, Coptic Egyptian is just some of my ancestors were just really religious in Egypt. That's it. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is even that? Well, they, it means they went to a bed and breakfast, but it was a Jesus bed <laughs> and breakfast. It was a church. It was just a church. Yeah. It, they just had the wafer and the, the blood of Christ thing going. <laughs> Terrible breakfast. Two out of ten. <laughs> That's weird. What? Why is this even a thing? Yeah, so that's what I am. I'm white and hella white and then also white but in Egypt, I guess. <laughs> I have uh, uh, I have the less than 2% Neanderthal gene thing, so... Oh, hell yeah. Eh. I also did like the yeah. full health thing too. Yeah, I for my breakdown, I am 99.7% European. Just European or... British. European. And it breaks down into 92.9% British and Irish. Yeah. 2.8% French and German. Yeah. 2.4% random Northwestern European. That's fun. And then like a very small percentage Italian and Southern European. 0.7% Ashkenazi Jew. Whoa. And then 0.2% trace ancestry from Central Asia. Well, that's, that's way more wild than mine is. Mine is you're white and then white. <laughs> you're white and then religious white. And then I have 0.1% unassigned. <laughs> what does that mean? I, I don't know. It says uh, there's a wide range of human diversity in the world. And sometimes our algorithm is unable to match your region of DNA because you were born from aliens. I was going to say like Keith Richards <laughs> is somewhere in there just watering your, your blood down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. Did you get the um the health thingy too? Um, I don't think I have the full one. I definitely have some health things. I do have I also have Neanderthal genetics. I think I have um I have more Neanderthal DNA than fifteen percent of other people. Ooh, I have more than sixty six percent. So I think yours oh, is like shit. more rare, I think. Wait, hold on. No, because yours is more. If yours is more than sixty-six percent of other people, you have like way more Neanderthal DNA. Oh man, I'm extra fucking caveman. Yeah, how many variants do you have? Because I have two hundred fourteen out of seven thousand four hundred sixty-two. I have two hundred and forty-nine. And that makes it significantly more. I guess. I, I guess it's. That's wild. Maybe it's like the Richter scale is is it doubles with each digit that goes up. Neanderthals are like earthquakes. <laughs> <laughs> What's your maternal haplogroup? Mine is H3B. I don't know what the fuck that is. Like I don't earthquakes. know. <laughs> oh, fuck. Earthquake, yeah, more like earthquake. Your... <laughs> oh, God, that's amazing. Tell me about your health. 
about that? You might find it hard to hear that I'm not that healthy. What? No. Oh, you mean in 23andMe. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, I... A lot of this is stupid. It's like, I'm 67% chance to have no back hair. To little or no back hair. Oh, these are fucking hilarious. The, the only one that's, like, very right for me is I am increased risk for celiac. And I was like, yep. Um, True. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I noticed on here that I'm 93% chance more likely to have wet, sticky earwax. And we talked about that before. And don't you have dry earwax? I, I mean, sometimes, like, if I have, like, my headphones in all day and then I take them out, like, my, my, my ears are a little itchy and they do have, like, the wet, sticky earwax. But, like, on most days, it's, oh. like, dry and flaky. But, like I said, I don't know if that's just... I'm I clean it so often that I'm I'm picking up I'm just scraping new skin follicles away or whatnot. I don't know. I mean, this isn't an exact science because I have unlikely to flush when drinking alcohol, and I ten out of ten turn fucking red when I drink alcohol. Yeah, I I don't. I have that one too. Asparagus odor detection is that a thing? Yeah, some people can't smell the asparagus pee. Oh, the asparagus pee. I thought you meant like asparagus at all. Like it. I don't know. I don't know what asparagus is like. My muscle composition is common in elite power athletes. Mine says that too. Suck it. Mine says that too. I don't think that's anything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Look, we both have the same genes to be the same physically powerful. What does that tell you? (laughs) (laughs) Let's fight. (laughs) I'm hearing we should fight to the death. Um, I like 50-50 chance of getting dandruff feels like when you go to like a fortune teller and they're like, you were born and you will die. There's one 50-50 thing that I'm like, <laughs> that's stupid. Um, where, hold on. Where is it? Yeah. It's like there's a 50-50 chance of preferring vanilla or chocolate ice cream. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's what statistics means. You're like, <laughs> you did it. <laughs> you have a 50-50 chance of liking one of these two things. <laughs> no shit uh, slightly higher odds of disliking cilantro that's me I definitely can taste the I soapy. also have that and I like cilantro so um, I also have the 50-50 vanilla or chocolate <laughs> yeah ah fucking mosquito bite frequency likely bitten more often than others and that's goddamn true I am delicious to mosquitoes it's horrible I'm, I'm, I, I'm less bitten by mosquitoes but I don't it said that I'm more likely to be Mine also says misophonia, which is the distaste for people chewing loudly. It says I'm less likely to hate it, and I fucking loathe when I can hear people chewing. Like chips? No, just like, you ever meet people that don't close their fucking mouth while they're eating? I mean, eating, that is, just like, that's annoying, but that's more than, that's, that's more than just hating the sound of chewing. That's like hating other people being fucking animals. I just hate other people being fucking inconsiderate. I just hate other people. You're loudly chewing in my face. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Boom. Just get the fuck out. Uh, what is hair photo bleaching? don't like you leave and stop. I think it's when you go out into the sun and your hair lightens. Huh. Mine says likely no red hair, and that's also not true. Mine says 63% chance of having few, if any, freckles, and that's a fucking lie. Like, I've got... I am likely to have no unibrow. <laughs> likely to wake up around 8:42 a.m. I I Why is it hold that on. specific? Mine was 8:28 a.m. Why is that so- <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so hyper specific? It just saw that we were millennials and they're like, "Ah, full-time job." Yeah. 
No, motherfucker, I wake up at like six on my days on. So when I wake up on my days off, it's like fucking 730 maybe. Less likely to experience motion sickness. Yep. 50-50 chance of being able to match a musical pitch. I don't think I've ever tried. 50-50 chance of having fear public speaking. That just seems like normal statistics again. Yeah, that's just do you or do you not? It's a true or false statement. That's a 50-50. 50-50 is like one side or the other side. Yay or nay, perhaps. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I don't see on here at all? Um, 50-50 chance of being a bitch. I mean, I'm going through like the health predispositions and I'm clear of most things. Uh, The only one that I have is the late onset Alzheimer's disease, slightly increased. But that's fine because if I get Alzheimer's at 90, okay. Like I'm 90, great. I won't make it there, so whatever. But what I don't see is is, is there's there's no information on here about whether ADHD runs in my genes or not. Where was it you and I that were talking about if ADHD is a genetic thing? There is a thing for it. Oh, fuck you. You have to, you got to pay for the premium to find out the ADHD thing. Oh, boo. That's not cool. So, is there a genetic marker or not? I'm not a scientist. Rachel's definitely not a scientist. No, I'm for sure not a scientist. Uh, alcohol flush reaction, I'm unlikely to flush. Yep. Oh, I love this one. I read this this morning. Um, the caffeine consumption, I'm uh, likely to consume less caffeine. I laughed at that while I was washing down my four shots of espresso with a Red Bull. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, you're going to die. Yeah, probably. Now that you have an espresso machine. Like, you were already going to die. You're going to die way, way sooner. It sucks because my, my thing only has an option for single or double, so I have to run the double twice. It's annoying. The How do you drink four shots of espresso? That's insane. What do you mean? It's just it's It's just four shots. You get yes. it, and then you put cream in, and you're like, yum, that's coffee. I think I would have a fucking heart attack. I don't think caffeine affects me <laughs> the same Wait, way it does on. anybody else. What do you think Zellweger spectrum disorder is? I'm sorry. Like, what? are you allergic to Renee? Zellweger disorder? <laughs> Zellweger spectrum disorder. Like, I can't see Renee Zellweger unless she's in a particular <laughs> hue of light. <laughs> spectrum disorder. No, this means that Renee Zellweger discovered this spectrum, so it was named after her. But is it related to her? Zellweger spectrum disorder is a rare inherited disorder characterized by the absence or reduction of functional Zellweger. What? What's a functional just, Zellweger? Just take it out. I was going to make a joke and then I, <laughs> I fucked it up. Yeah, I guess I, I should take it out, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know you're going to leave it in, but I was going to start a joke and then I ruined it halfway through. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. Continuing on. All right. Well, outside of genetics. Outside oh, of genetics. You know what? No, you know what? Actually, including genetics, I would like to talk about something. Sure. I recently started playing Minecraft for the first time in a very long time. Oh, cool. Brittany's trying to figure out a Minecraft mod thing because she she follows that croissant thing and it's got all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I got to admit, I'm kind of interested now, too, because like the mod pack they use have chocobos and I'm all about chocobos. What is a chocobo? I'm glad you asked. Chocobos are like... Is that like, the bird thing? 
Yep. Yeah. That's the bird thing you ride in Final yeah. Fantasy, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So, um, speaking of genetics, A, I would like to know why Steve looks the way Steve slash the player character looks the way they do, and then the villagers look the way they do. Like, you've got a whole different fucking head size and a schnoz for days. Well, I mean, Steve is a fucking abnormality of God. Yes, that's what I mean, though. It's like all of these villagers look the exact same, and then we're this, like, other creature. Well, I think I Steve and, and the player characters are supposed to be what the normal person looks like in this world, whereas the villagers are the natives of this freakish land. All right, so you're saying Steve came from another world because that was kind of the conclusion that I was on also. I think that, and and I think that Steve, because isn't Steve like originally like his his blue shirt and pants are kind of raggedy looking? Like, isn't he like a, um, like a castaway? Uh, no, his, I don't think he's raggedy looking. He's just sort of like the normal blue pants and a shirt. Steve looks like a dude with like five o'clock shadow that just ended up here. No, here's what I'm talking about. Is like his shirt. Yeah, fuck you, bitch. Look at his. Look at his shirt. There's like a bit on the side. Yeah, I think it's just like untucked. And his shirt's like splotched. It's it's. He's a castaway. I don't see it. Cause like I don't know. I feel like it'd be a little bit more raggedy looking than just the right side is untucked. Let's look at the. Let's look at the. Let's 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 get into the lore of Steve. Cause something. I would love to know the lore of Steve. Cause I have a lot of questions. According to the backstory provided in Lego Club Magazine, what? Steve and Alex are in a romantic relationship and I don't care. Who the fuck is Alex? Alex is the female one. O- originally, if you're playing multiplayer, the second player was automatically Alex. I think. I don't remember. It's been oh. years since I even touched Minecraft. I, I was there in the early, early days, but I... I- it's too, it's too square for me. It's too square. It's too blocky. It's too square. No, I understand. I sometimes hit a dead end with Minecraft because I'm like, it's just cubes. This doesn't tell me anything about the lore of Steve. No, it does not. Did you know you can breed villagers? Yeah, normally. Or do you, are you talking about like in Minecraft? No, in Minecraft, you just stick them too close together, feed them, put some beds in the room, and they'll make tiny large-headed babies so uh so there's a lot of people talking about uh theories of of minecraft and a lot of people think that steve slash alex uh are from a different universe entirely because they are different than the villagers Ah. like the way i always see it is because there was never any kind of official story is is you you boot it up and there you go there's nothing to it yeah you just were which is like uh, a part of the original like survival craft sandbox game. There there wasn't anything to it. And Minecraft yeah. is the original of that, for yeah. sure. Um but so there was no story to it, but I always saw it as like because Steve looks kind of haggard, like he does have like the five o'clock shadow and his shirt is yeah. kind of untucked, untucked or, and messy looking or, or yeah. tattered, whatever your definition is, splotchy, definitely fucking splotchy. Even his arms are splotchy. I can agree with splotchy. Spotchy, it's dirty. The uh, like fandom wiki is that, and I'm curious when this theory became popular. Um, Steve is one of the last humans alive after a deadly virus rushed in, killing most and turning the rest into bloodthirsty monsters, skeletons, zombies, husks. Oh, that's is just the theory. The fan theory, yeah. That's just a game theory. 
Yeah, it's like on the the fandom web page as a theory. Oh man, that joke just went over your head. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, isn't that the isn't that the plot to Adventure Time? Is it? Yeah, like Finn's no, the I only no human idea. left. Slash have, the Ice King. Yeah, I, it also seems like a cop out, considering there are like villagers, and the monsters don't necessarily follow a uh, virus style. A lot of these theories, like some some people are saying, <laughs> like uh, Steve is from a different dimension, and that's the why game? he. Hmm. The game theorists said that the villagers are Jewish. <laughs> it's funny because I made the game theorist uh, <laughs> reference. And yeah, I just realized what you were saying too when I read where this was from. But this person makes some good points. Is like it explains why he's uh, he appears out of nowhere, but he knows how to cook, how to use swords, how to enchant, how he knows to go to the end into the nether without any kind of story context clues, nothing like that, which mm-hmm. is true. The game doesn't hold your hand at all. It says go for it, but yeah, there is an luck. end to the game. The end of the game is to go to the 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 Nether Endverse, whatever, fight the Ender Dragon and kill it. That's the end mm-hmm. of the game. But there's no story otherwise. So how would you know to get there unless you stumble your way through it? Yeah, that was my genetics connection. Is that all the villagers are just are, objectively are like, like completely different, creatures. yeah, a, a different species entirely. Yeah, basically. They're like can, if elephants and people had babies. Can Steve have children with the villagers? I don't think so because have I think we be getting into a funky place with Minecraft. Is there sex in Minecraft? I mean, the the villagers and lots of animals make small villagers and animals, so yeah. So speaking of chocobos, since that came up, uh, <laughs> this Friday, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is coming out. And it's every everybody's an, most anticipated game of the year. It's my most anticipated game of the decade. And yeah, just so everybody knows, this is what happens when Final Fantasy comes out. Gamage puts in. Um, it's not yeah. like a letter, everybody, like it's two weeks. Ev- it's like I'm formally everybody letting heard you it know. In episode two. Well, I'm reminding them that you give people a formal letter that you will be ill the day of the release of Final Fantasy. It's weird because that was also before you even worked there. Was it? Yes. Are you sure? I'm absolutely sure because it was for Final Fantasy 15. When did Final Fantasy 15 come out? It came out 2016. Just started Staples in July of 2016. Okay, that was that was November of that year. Yeah, so we weren't super great friends at the time. Like we just knew of each other. We're not super great friends now. <laughs> no, I hate talking to you. Uh, but okay, yeah. So I did do that. There, there was like a a, a copy paste thing going around the internet where it's just like print this out and give it to your boss. And I and thought it was funny, so I did. But it is important because. <laughs> Yeah, it is important because this game I did literally wait 10 fucking years for and it wasn't it wasn't that great. <laughs> it wasn't the game I was promised and Kingdom Hearts fans right now are all up in arms because the the new Kingdom Hearts adjacent game is supposed to be the game that Final Fantasy 15. I don't want to get into it. It's fucking it's it's a nightmare to follow, okay? <laughs> I'm confused and want to know more. Oh, we're going to need... Look, there's like a four-hour video on YouTube about the story of Kingdom Hearts and explaining everything, and that was before the third game came out. Oh, I see. 
See, Kingdom That's Hearts has Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts 358 slash 2 Days. I don't know what that title is. Uh, Kingdom Hearts <laughs> 1.5 Remix, Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, Kingdom Hearts... Like, it's bonkers. It's all over the fucking place. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts was always like a very difficult to follow game, I feel like, in the first place because it connects the lore of so many different other things. Well, no, I was fine with that. As originally it was like, what if Disney and Final Fantasy and me as a kid was like, yeah, yeah, what if? <laughs> yes, what if? Bring it on. <laughs> well, here's Cloud and you could fight Sephiroth and also Goofy is has a big shield and I'm like, yeah, keep it coming, keep it coming. What else we got? Oh, Simba's there too? That's cool. That No, that was number two. Oh, sorry. That's my bad. I'm talking the initial release. And the initial release was great. It had a very standard story, light versus dark. You have the, the Campbell's uh, hero quest uh, like the chicken flow noodle chart soup going guy? on. No, it was uh, Campbell. The, the, uh, he was like this author or something. I don't know the actual thing. Yeah, no, then. I know what you're talking about. The actual like <laughs> I know, but like call, calling me out on it. I don't actually know the guy, <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know the guy. I just know of his quests. But I mean, the his, original game, his hero's journey. Yeah, the original game was like very basic. It's 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 very simple. Sure, you're you're visiting the Little Mermaid and also Tarzan, and you're seeing them and involving yourself in their stories and politics. And it is kind of weird, but it's kind of fun. It's like Final Fantasy for Disney dads or children, and it was fun. And then after that, shit got kind of weird. It got wonky. <laughs> They're like, "Oh wait, we we can we can definitely go into the the economics of of good and evil and light and dark." And it got really complicated. And oh, we can make a gray area with these these fa- this faction of people. And now we're dealing with uh, uh, the chosen one. And now we're dealing with time travel. And it's so fucking weird. And <laughs> it's something that I it. It was the first thing that I had to just let go of. It was the first thing that like I've immersed myself into. And I'm like, oh, I want to know everything about this. Like Final Fantasy VII, I'm a fucking walking dictionary of. But Kingdom Hearts yeah. was the first thing I ever had to like put down and go, whoa, and just walk away from. And I think because of that, I've let go of a lot of things regarding Final Fantasy VII. Like there have been a lot of side games and stories that came out that I'm like, I don't even know what that thing is about because i just let it go because i i can't i can't consume this stuff anymore i can't just put it in my body and be like yep there it is yep there it is that's a good way to put it i I guess it kind of fed into the um aiding my fear of missing out the fomo yeah i could understand that yeah, but 15, it, 15 was weird because it was supposed to be a completely different game and like it was teased in 2006 about what this game was going to be and that's mm-hmm. the game that sold me for 10 years I was waiting I bought a PlayStation 3 just for this game and mm-hmm. it didn't come out until PlayStation 4 <laughs> 10 years later so like I did create a whole notice being like I'm gone my phone's off the hook don't bother me and then a couple hours into the game I was like putting the phone back on the hook like I'm available guys no <laughs> But Final Fantasy VII was 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 my first big Final Fantasy, and I know a lot of snobs out there are like, ugh, that's the it's the the overrated one. Why didn't you start with Final Fantasy VI? Uh, because I was nine years old. Suck my dick. 
Suck my, my suck first, my child dick. My first Final Fantasy was eight. That on the PlayStation, and it had like sixty-seven discs. It had four discs. Okay, don't fucking no, it exaggerate. Had sixty-seven discs. It had four because Final Fantasy Nine had four discs. Final Fantasy Seven had three discs. <laughs> Final Fantasy Eight is one of my favorite games of all time. It's it is. I love the story. It it taught me how to love. It's great, and I feel like it gets. A lot of shit. Looked, it gets it gets shit on because of its its system is kind of wonky, and I get it. It it is a little weird. It's very different. Um, I learned to love it because honestly, the rest of the game wrapped around it was so fucking tight and good. Yeah, I gotta be honest. I don't totally like remember a lot of pieces of it, but I remember really liking playing it as a kid and being like obsessed with it for a while. Yeah, I feel like a lot of because I I um. I knew other girls that were big in the Final Fantasy and they all kind of had a, th- they, all of them really seemed to like Final Fantasy VIII specifically because of the characters. Like, I feel like Final Fantasy VIII had a lot of like, um, I don't know what the term for it is, but like heartthrobs almost. Yeah, definitely. Like, like all the of them main... were teenagers and, and there is like kind of like a Romeo and Juliet story happening. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can get that. It's definitely got like the... I guess exactly what you said of like the heart throb aspect for the characters. But I love I love going back and playing that one. I'll do it like every couple of years because every time I do, I learn something new. Like uh, when I was when I finally uh, when I became an adult and went back to Final Fantasy VIII for like the first time in like ten years, I ended up learning a lot more about the politics because I understood a lot more about the world more. So yes. the game itself yeah. opened up in a brand new way that I hadn't seen before. Like before, it was just kind of like the the romance and the characters fighting and yeah, talking. Yeah, very straightforward and... portion of the game, not kind of the subtleties of what's going on. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, and same goes for Final Fantasy VII. Again, I was like nine, ten years old, and don't be like the I understood it. Like, I don't care. You're stupid. Uh, but <laughs> the first time I played the fucking games, dumb. I didn't understand what I was fucking doing. I was just like, all right, doing this. No, and God, no. I'm just playing. Like, I'm like, not like, absorbing the deep like differences that are happening yeah like i understood the numbers and the stats and i'm like all right i need to level up and then i'll increase this and yeah. i need to get my ap for this so that i get this ability like i understood that it was a lot of the story concepts that like lack of experience made me not appreciate it as much yeah which i totally understand like i feel like this is one of those games that i really want to go back and play as an adult human being because it was fun as a kid but it was definitely same thing where it's like I'm barely scratching the surface of like understanding here because I was a child. Yeah, it's on Steam. It's pretty cheap. I still have the original disc somewhere too. I have the originals currently sitting next to me. I just would need to plug in my PlayStation. Oh shit! That shit goes for a good amount of money too. Does it really? Usually. Huh. I have yeah. the original uh, FF7 too. My Xenogears, my favorite JRPG from a child, that goes for a lot more than the Final Fantasies do. And I was kind of I was kind of excited to hear about that. Cuz that's a game like Final Fantasy 7 has its remake and the second of the remakes is coming out Friday, like I've said, but Xenogears is the game that like I really want a remake of. I really want to explore more of it. Uh, Xenosaga doesn't count. Suck my baby dick, um, and <laughs> and I just feel like every every couple of years, Square kind of like dangles the Xenogears IP in 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 people's face, and a lot of this is over your head uh, and our listeners' heads. 
Uh, sorry, mom. Uh, but like Xenogears has like a lot of characters that are used in other games just because it, Square's doing that whole like, well, if we don't use the IP, we lose it. Uh, yeah, you'll it'll get rid of it. Yeah. So like they'll just like reuse things and it's it's kind of shitty because every time I see it, it gives me a little bit of hope, but it's never going to happen. It gives me a little bit of hope. Did you ever play uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake? No, I think you recommended it to me a couple times, and it's just—I mean, of course I that... did. That's that's uh, yeah. that's a that's if a you... silly thing to say. If you meet yeah. me, I go, "Hey, I'm my, my, this is my name. I recommend Final Fantasy VII." <laughs> <laughs> my name is Gamage. I started the Final Fantasy VII religion. Have you played the game yet? Can I oh talk my to you God. about this game? <laughs> oh my God! Don't say religion, please. Because there's a, there's a, uh, give me a second. Uh, there's a I'm whole. very intrigued. <laughs> there isn't a Final Fantasy VII religion. There is a... something of, I want to call it a cult or, or just a weird personality thing is, is called soul bonding. Have you ever heard of soul bonding? What? Tell me more. No. Ah, Rachel. Um, soul bonding is essentially when um, a person, usually a teenager or somebody not doing too well in life, uh, really connects with a character of from fiction, usually video games, usually Final Fantasy. Uh, usually like, Final usually Fantasy. Usually video 7. games, usually Final <laughs> Fantasy. I like how we're narrowing down the niche. Um... But it, it's it's to a point where like they basically declare that oh, I'm the reincarnation of this character. Oh, I was not expecting that plot twist. And they like adopt a lot of the fucking things and are like, yeah, I in my previous life I was this character in this fictional video game because the universe is infinite and therefore this thing's a possibility, right? Yeah. So that's 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 my whole thing. There's I a whole see. story called Final Fantasy House. And I almost talked about it on the last episode since we were doing true crime. And I'm like, no, this is big. No. Okay. What the fuck is Final Fantasy House? You can't keep teasing it. <laughs> um, It's big. But essentially, I have uh, – hold on. Let me. All right. I pulled up the Vice article. Vice wrote a whole article on it. There's a video um, from Down the Rabbit Hole. I highly recommend that. They're going to go into uh -huh. way more detail than, than I'm obviously going to. And uh, be wary that there are will be spoilers for Final Fantasy VII past this point. But it's like a – it's a fucking – it's almost 30 years, guys. If you're not playing it now, you won't. And by the way, yeah. don't play – like, don't it, jump into the Final Fantasy VII remake expecting it to just be the complete story. No, I'm actually going to spoil this for you. Didn't you say it's a completely different story? Final Fantasy VII remake is a sequel to Final Fantasy VII. It's odd that they called it a remake, we know. Yeah, and a lot of people have that qualm. And a lot of people didn't like the aspect. They just wanted, why not Final Fantasy VII, but, but bigger, bigger and better and, and, and graphics. And it's because, well, the people behind Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VII Remake are the same people behind Kingdom Hearts. So shit's going to get weird. <laughs> <laughs> shit's going to go sideways. I mean, I like the direction. It's, it's, a, it's a sequel. It kind of deals with multiverse theory. It kind of deals with alternate timelines. I'm spoiling the game. I told you I would. And 
So that's why the next game, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, I'm so excited for is it's because a new big step in the, the story, like new shit, but also the same shit. I'm down for it. Shut up. <laughs> new shit, but same shit. <laughs> so Final Fantasy House. Um, yeah, what the fuck is this? Tell me more. It wasn't the hunger that finally drove Sid to leave the Final Fantasy VII house. Oh, it God. wasn't the what? way. It wasn't the way the others took advantage of him, a 19-year-old trans kid with a love of art and a drinking problem. It wasn't even the abuse or the ears listening in whenever he tried to communicate with the outside world. No, what really did it was the theft of his shoes. What the fuck? This is already a magical start. It's great. I mean, even the the video I was talking about down the rabbit hole even quotes that bit from Vice because it's 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 it really kind of captures the whole thing. The rainstorm that lashed State College, Pennsylvania, the day before had been so intense that the little supermarket where Sid worked lost power and sent him home. He walked the whole way back in the rain without an umbrella or an overcoat. When he arrived at the second story apartment, he shared with his two roommates he was soaked and shivering. He left his shoes outside to dry and went inside. To the glitter-covered surfaces, the rank odor of the neglected trash, the shouting and emotional abuse. The next morning, the shoes were gone. You should have talked about this on the roommates episode. I know, cause I, because <laughs> uh, when we were doing our true crime thing, I was I was uh, looking at this and I'm like, oh, this would have been perfect for the roommates one. You may think it's a silly reason to snap. He later wrote a public warning, Final Fantasy VII fandom, a website detailing his and others' experiences. But that's what did it. This god awful town with these god awful people who were bleeding me dry, saw fit that my money was not enough. They had to take my shoes too. It was August 2002, and the summer sun beating down on the back top burned his feet. He'd taken a change of clothes, a pocket knife, a sketchbook, a pencil, and all the money he had left, $5. I was homeless for a few days, he recalled on the website. I had the freedom to walk where I wanted and sit down where I wanted. There were no smells. There was no fighting. I wasn't sick on the food I ate. No one was waking me up telling me to go outside and look at fairy rings. Aren't those just the mushroom rings? No, um, fairy rings are, the, think, are the mushroom circles. Shut no, up. I think so, but I think they can also be like when you have a perfect hole in uh, like a rock feature or something like that. That doesn't I think sound they're also right. considered anyway. fairy rings. Uh, I swear to you, I would much rather be homeless than live with the people like them ever again. The threat of homelessness does not phase me because I have seen something much worse. The internet is full of strange stories, urban legends, paranoid fantasies, the accumulated folklore of a billion minds endlessly remixing in the digital age ether. But there are few tales stranger than the case of the Final Fantasy VII house. The houses, there were several in succession, were the homes of real-world role-playing cults run by a woman whose fantasies left lives in tatters. She had multiple? Dude. <laughs> what? We may have to table this and come back to it later, too. I, uh, my curiosity isn't going to allow that. <laughs> Watch the video. I highly recommend it. Uh, no, I already, I have it pulled up. For <laughs> when we're done with this, it's, I'm it's, watching it's reloading. It. Like, it's it's my fingers TV on the trigger. Show. Yeah. It's 40 minutes. I'm ready. It shows that even in, as accumulating friends online and translating those online friendships to real life ones becomes more and more widespread. We still can't be totally sure of the person behind the monitor until we meet them. These online relationships can be important, especially to unhappy young people who feel out of place in their IRL surroundings, but they can still spiral out of control. 
Many of the details of Sid's story are impossible to fully confirm. After he escaped, he recorded his and others' experiences in, quote-unquote, a public warning site that uh, circulated widely online. According to the people Vice spoke to, Sid, other members of the Final Fantasy VII house, and interested observers, those affiliated with the cult, covered their tracks, deleting as many of their old blogs and message board posts as they could. The few people willing to talk about it, Sid included, asked me to use pseudonyms. The experiences they had at the house left them feeling traumatized, ashamed, and mistrustful. And the author of that trauma was the mini cult's ringleader, Joanna. All names in this piece have been changed. It says, quote-unquote, Joanna, but I know that it's it's Jen. It, it, that's funny, Vice. So Jen is her name, and she went by Genova because that's the name of the alien evil thing from Final Fantasy VII. And oh, nice. Her so girlfriend, she has ownership of her evilness. Yeah, so soul bonding, reminder, is when you're like, I like that character. I'm that character now. That's and me. And she said, let me be the evil one. Let me be the evil one. And her girlfriend, who was the leader, the other leader of the house, picked Hojo, the evil scientist. So, to Yeah, people, let's go live with the two people that think they're the evil thing and the evil scientist. Right? That's my thing, is like, even if you're buying into the soul bonding thing, like, the, the two people that want you to come live with them are the, 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 the villains of the game. You didn't like stop and go yeah they hold didn't on. trip you up for a minute there um there is a lot of this there is a lot of this spark notes version so the spark notes version i think i'm going to cover this in a later episode cuz it's a long big thing and there's even other houses with other fandoms going on again the video will cover it i highly recommend it is that this person believed that they were the evil character in the video game. And so they talked to the Sid and who's the, who's the one who, who kind of was talking about all this. This is his story. And they were like trying to convince him that he was Zack, one of the characters in final fantasy seven. And they're like, you're this, like, isn't it possible? Like with, with how infinite the universe is and alternate universes that there is a universe where you're Zack. And he was like young and drinking a lot and was kind of stupid his words and he's like yeah i could see the possibility of that 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 does stand to reason it doesn't yeah but uh <laughs> <laughs> like sure it could be <laughs> yeah i guess but he definitely fell into it and eventually he ended up living with these people and he was the only one working only one making money and they were like basically bleeding him dry spending the money on like frivolous things like the their dinners consisted of like steak. That's it, just meat. Uh yeah. Every night they ate ten dollars steaks and Gatorade, a diet that made him sick. The apartment, already yeah. in shambles, devolved into a morass of laundry, toys, and glitter. Joanna uh sorry, Jen fuck you, Vice. Jen wore the same clothing every day and rarely bathed. Nice. Uh I guess the uh, the other girl wore a skirt, like just one skirt that like she just pulled all the way up to just cover her tits. Which I've seen before. I've seen people that do that. <laughs> yeah. There there's a lot of them in this town. I guess they fought a lot. The 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 lesbian couple who were Genova and and Hojo is is what is the evil characters they had decided they were embodying. I guess they yeah. they never bathed. Instead, they just used essential oils. 
And I guess they had like crazy makeup sex all the time. Loud, crazy, gross makeup sex. And um, so uh, another thing is that they would also rope other people into this Final Fantasy house craze of the soul bonding. Like, oh, you're actually this character. And they would do a whole ceremony for it. There was one house instance at a different house where they do like this whole fucking religious ceremony with candles and everything where you're soul bonding to your video game character. And they would try to shoehorn two people together because their characters in the games would date. So they're like, you two belong together and and would try to push them together. I see. And I mean, that in itself is, is not okay. No, not at all. God, the smell in that place, Sid wrote in an account on his website. (laughs) It was like a miasma of filth with sparkle, sunshine, fairy, artificial sugar scent sprayed all over it. It made me sick. And I guess every time he would um, uh, would try to uh, like talk to his his friends or family like back home, his roommates would like double check his emails, making it impossible for him to like talk, uh, making sure that he's not talking shit. It was very cult behavior. Yeah, in this Final like... Fantasy house, and soul the Weird. soul bonding isn't like I said not restricted to just Final Fantasy VII. It's other games have done it too. Um, have you ever met? somebody who was like soul bonded or even had just a little overactive imagination um yeah definitely i don't know about like i am this character but definitely like very much being into the world itself yes 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 and i've noticed a pattern is that a lot of these people have a hard don't really have like an easy life going. There's, there's always something bigger going on. It's, it's life's not, life's not working out. Yeah. Most of the time I feel like when people are looking for, yeah, it's like, it's just people are looking for a sense of community somewhere. Yeah. Is it's, uh, one hand escapism, the other hand, like sense of, of belonging. And those two just mash together, create this weird cult thing. I call it church. Final Fantasy definitely isn't the first and (laughs) definitely isn't the last. Sorry, Jesus definitely isn't the first and definitely isn't the last. They they moved into like a small one-bedroom apartment, and Sid was the only one working. He worked at a fucking grocery store, and he worked like part-time. Wait, all of them were in a small one-bedroom apartment together? Yes. What the fuck? And that was the Final Fantasy house? That was the Final Fantasy house. Jeez. That sucks. How many of them live there? I think four or five, because there's the, the the two chicks, Genova and Hojo, and then the main main guy Sid, who is actually Zach. It doesn't help that the main guy is the name of another character, whose character is also living in the house. I sound like a fucking stroke patient because <laughs> this whole Give fucking sound like a stroke. This patient. whole fucking thing is is the result of a stroke, and then. Having a baby and making that baby have a stroke. And then there you have Final Fantasy House. Uh, I Again, there's so much more to it. Please watch that video. I'll, I'll make sure to have a link somewhere. It's fucking bonkers. There's um, a lot happening, it sounds like. But yeah, it's it's the soul bonding thing that I wanted to talk about and how like it's 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 like the cheap person's DID. DID? 
Uh, DID is it used to be multiple personality disorder, but it it's DID now, which is like dissociative identity disorder, where it's like ah, people okay. have like multiple personalities, and it's like a very 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 rare thing to have. But when you uh, go to a high school, one in three people seem to have it, or think they do. <laughs> <laughs> But I definitely feel like it's the a soul very be- rare thing to have. But when you go to a high school, that was hilarious. Oh, thank you. I work on I worked really hard on that joke. Um, I spent three hours writing that joke. It it just it literally just popped. Um, but soul bonding feels like th- like the 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 cheap man's version of that, where it's like, oh, I could just you know, I could just pretend to be the my, to be my character whenever I want and not have to worry about the repercussions of like. Oh, my evil self is taking over and wanting to burn the, the the school down. No, that's just my past life. You can't blame me for that. My past life in a different universe uh, where a video game was real instead. <laughs> what yeah, that other... sounds like pretty wild. I want to know what other soul bonding things are are out there. Other specified dissociative disorder, OSDD1. Oh, so it's saying that people who have post-traumatic mental disorders are more likely to make cloud strife their their uh, fursona, is is what I'm reading. Because I know that what? there's <laughs> ignore all of that. <laughs> cloud strife is the name of, of of the the character from Final Fantasy VII, and yeah, I cloud. Reduced but you him, said fursona. I reduced him to a fursona. Do you know what a fursona is? Yes, I know what a fursona okay, is. That's yeah. why I was confused. Fursonas are 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 kind of like soul bonding, guys. It's the same thing, but instead of a video game, you've decided on an animal that you've created, an OC. Yeah, you, and that's your... And look, it's fine to be a furry. I don't care. It's not my thing. You know, you do what you want to do in the spaces that people are welcoming you to do it, I guess. Yeah, but that—that's what I'm saying. Is like, yeah, but don't like. Generally, you, you, no judgment. It—it's like diaper play. Do your thing. You do you. Cool, man. Yeah, just but don't involve people that are consenting to the experience. You can't wear your diaper to the supermarket. That's that's where the line gets drawn. That's where like you Look, are opening damage. yourself up to be mocked, and you can't be mad about it. Gimmich, just because you're upset that Nana went to the store in her diaper <laughs> doesn't mean we need to be out here shaming people about it. I'm, I'm not shaming you for having that. I'm shaming you for your reaction to being shamed when you take that out on the road. What? I'm not shaming you for bringing it into the grocery <laughs> store. I'm shaming you for being upset with me for you bringing it into the grocery <laughs> store. It makes sense to me. <laughs> Is, I like get what you're saying, but it also sounded like nonsense. Is it's no like it? It's fine to have 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 weird kinks, have weird kinks, but like you can't announce what your weird kinks are to all of society and then be upsetty spaghetti when people are like, "Hey, that's weird. Keep it in the fucking bedroom, please." Speaking of good video games, have you ever played Soul Reaver? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> how can I how can I save this? How can I uh, uh, <laughs> how can we how can we talk about video games? Uh, uh, we talk about soul bonding. Uh, soul Reaver. Speaking soul of Reaver. being sexually attracted to video game characters, have you ever seen Soul Reaver? You were not sexually attracted to the Soul Reaver guy, Kane. I think no. his name is. No, the dude with the bat toes. No. No, I think his name is Kane. Yeah. The okay. dude with the bat toes. Right, you're just not sexually no, attracted. I was just to making him. I was just making a joke. <laughs> that was one of the no, games. The half dead being I no, it's alright. I think I'll pass. <laughs> this is a good game though. I barely remember it. I remember I... playing the demo when I was like ten and like not understanding how to play and being like, This sucks. I Why isn't this just... a JRPG? Why why aren't there cute anime characters and numbers? I like numbers. What? JRPGs. I'm losing you. It's fine. Wait, no. Oh, you mean like numbers as in like leveling up in stats and things? That's that's what a JRPG is, girl. Yeah, no, no, no I know. You said I like numbers and I was j- I initially I'm always put off when people say the words I like numbers cuz I am bad at numbers. Yeah, uh, you're you're bad at numbers. I am bad at numbers, not necessarily in video games, but just in life. You could be like, what's two plus two off the top of your head? And I'd be like, fuck, maybe three, maybe five, definitely not four. <laughs> I got to say, for me, when I was learning like uh, my times tables and all that, it was mostly memorization. Like I understood the fundamentals of like, oh, and you're multiplying something. It's this added by this this many times. But yeah. for me, it was just like, I just remembered like, oh, eight times eight is, is 64. That's just in my memory. That's my memory. That's not me yep. doing the math in my head. Yeah, I didn't get the, um, oh my God, what is that called? Times tables? No. Um, I'm trying to think of a word that's for when. Oh, the Criti- oh, oh, you didn't get the critical thinking. You just fucking memorized it is yeah. what I was looking for. But I mean, I I understood like the like the the critical thinking behind it, but I didn't I I, yeah, I don't I, I don't do recall it. that. Like like I I I do it. I do long multiplication if they're they're like like what's 300 times 592 like I'd have to fucking sit there with pen and paper and do that. But like in my head for like my everything under 10, I don't I don't do that math. It's just it's just memorization. Yeah, exactly. No, but that that's what I mean. So like when you then give me a large large numbers that I need to do math for, I'm like, "Oh my god, give me 20 minutes. I'll get back to you." <laughs> there's an there's an actual word for that. I forget what it is. It's called bad at math. Is that aphantasia? No, aphantasia is not being able to um see things in your mind. Yeah, AJ has that. That's something. It's it's a uh, dyscalculia is is what it's called. Dyscalculia, by the way. yeah, it's like dyslexia with numbers. Yeah, yeah. A friend of mine has that real bad. Yeah, I uh uh back back to AJ having aphantasia. Uh, sorry to out you. Is aphantasia is a weird fucking thing. Yes, because it's very odd. It's very interesting that you could be like AJ. Picture an apple in your mind, and he's like, "There's nothing there." Yeah, and like sometimes I'm. Sometimes I start to like wonder, do I have aphantasia? But then as I'm wondering, I'm picturing myself and I'm like, oh, obviously not, you <laughs> fucking moron. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking like, picture an apple with a hat on and AJ would be like, what the fuck? I've never seen that before. And I just like, I can't even conceptualize the concept yeah. of not 
that not just immediately conjuring an image in your brain hole. This is a real thing. And some people might be listening to this and didn't even realize that some people can picture an apple in their head. And some people didn't know that other people can't. Which is wild. Start asking your friends like, hey, close your eyes, picture a cow. What does it look like? And some of your friends will be like, I don't see a cow. I, I can't do that. And it's crazy. Do you have a, a, a wild? Do you have an inner voice in your head at all? Yeah, definitely. What does your inner voice sound like? It. That's that's a hard question. It's like asking me my favorite song. It changes every day. Sometimes it's Sir Patrick Stewart. Sometimes it's. <laughs> sometimes it's the narrator from Winnie the Pooh. Uh, sometimes it's just my <laughs> own voice. Sometimes it's. At least you picked good voices so far. I picked bad ones too. Don't worry. Sometimes like, it's... we're getting there. Don't worry. One of them's Daffy Duck. Uh, it's actually the Joker, like Mark Hamill's oh, Joker. Oh, nice, nice quality. <laughs> um, people with amphantasia do they not also not have the narrator voice in their head? I don't know. We Cause, should ask AJ. Because that's can you hear yourself in your brain? Yeah, because that's something else. That's not being able to to visually picture something. That's that's hearing something that isn't there like you're you're kind of making a voice up yeah which is which is crazy to even try to describe right now yeah that you can like like when i think inside my brain or when a sometimes when a thought occurs to me like it's myself talking to myself usually yeah like there's a word for the visual it's visualize you're you're visualizing it what is the audio version of that audio lies someone hallucinate <laughs> no <laughs> no it's not that <laughs> um are, are you um, googling it yeah there's not a great answer to this <laughs> no you could have just said no yeah i tried googling it and it doesn't i think it's auditory that's that would be like visible it's synesthize like, audible synesthize maybe I'm calling it now. This is this is synesthize. What, what word are we? How do you? How are you spelling this new word that we're putting into existence? Uh, because there's synest. Oh my god. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you just did the same thing I did. You're reading it. I know you're seeing the same thing I am. Synesthesia. 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 Isn't that when you're like, like, <laughs> is it synesthesia? Like, stuck, like, like, like. I'm having a stroke. Isn't synesthesia, though, like when you experience one type of, oh my god, what the fuck are they called? One type of sense, but in a different way like if someone speaks you see colors or something you know it's possible because i googled like what's uh what is uh when you're visualizing sound what is it called and google took me to synesthesia on wikipedia and i'm reading it and has nothing to do with anything i was talking about yeah i think um audialize is the word i'm making for oh dude somebody on reddit asked it is there a word like visualize audiate Audiate? Audiate. Listening to, recalling, performing, interpreting, creating, improvising, reading, or writing music is audiating. 
how do we get that to expand to more than just music? What do you mean? Just it's just sound. It's just recalling sound in in uh, your head. Okay. All right. Say. So audiate. So yeah, some but people not, can't audiate a narrator in their head. Oh, it's through recall or creation. Got it. Okay. Because yeah. I was like, it's not really recalling, but okay. So can AJ? Can you audiate? Are you Are That's you asking him? He's yes. not I listening. I don't to think this he listens show, to us at all. Jasmine doesn't either. <laughs> I know. Not a single episode. No, I kind of figured that would never happen unless we do like an archaeological dig episode. She's hardcore podcast though, and and she she, she can't just like spare an hour a week for us. Bonkers. No, but I think Jasmine likes like educational sort of factual podcasts. This is educational. Gets, like, secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, we did just learn audiation <laughs> or audiating. God damn it, Jasmine, we're educational. Listen to me. Let's 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 tie this motherfucker off with some uh, music recommendations for the week. Speaking of audiating. Sp- speaking of audiating, let's do some. Uh, we have new tunes at home. I have a new tunes throwback. A new tune throwback? Like you're throwing back to a previous tune that I already mentioned last week? No, I did that last week, so I can't do it again. <laughs> no, I mean, um, I have a new tunes throwback to a song I haven't listened to in a very long time. Um, it's it's an EDM song. So it's, you know, got the the bass lines and things, but also there's a person that sings in it that has a really nice voice and the lyrics are good. And it's uh, Strangers by Seven Lions, Mayan spelled M-Y-O-N, Shane 54, and Tuvlo. Uh, Tuvlo is the only thing in there that I even recognize. The rest of that just sound, it, which is how EDM is, is EDM's all is nothing but yep. obscure fucking artists. Yep. But it's a good song, and you should listen to it. I re-listened to it and was showing it to someone thinking that maybe... Like, you know when you haven't experienced something in a long time, and you're like, fuck, maybe I'm kind of hyping this up? Yeah. I do uh, that all the time. Yeah, and then I re-listened to it and was like, no, this is actually still, like, objectively a good up. song. Yeah. I like going back and listening to songs that I used to listen to and then discovering new things about the music. Like yes, I never, I, also really I never like interpreted that. this lyric like this before, and that's just that's something about the the sailing the ship of experience in life that we we just come to learn. Yeah, same thing yeah, goes for movies. We talked about evolving. it. Yeah, I used to not read books a second time because I was like, well, I already read it, so I know what happens. And now I've hit a point in my life where there's I started re-listening to Aragon because it's an audio book that's available for free on Spotify. And was like, oh. This also is... a hit award-winning movie. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah. The movie is absolutely incredible. The video game is Highly actually fairly decent for how Drop absolutely incredible the movie was. whatever you're doing right now and rent <laughs> Aragon. Your blockbuster still Aragon. has it. <laughs> um, no, but started re-listening to it and was like, damn, it's a pretty good book. It's a little different now as an adult. Yeah, there's a couple books that like I've. They're the only books that I'll ever like want to reread because everything else is just like. I don't know. Just yeah, there's doesn't, definitely doesn't stand a lot the of stuff. Of time, but some yeah, books there's like, definitely oh, a lot of stuff I'm not going to bother. I definitely have some books that I'd love to go back to and and reread. Like the uh, uh, the ethics of um, diaper play in your bedroom is a really good one. <laughs> 
Anyway, the so my music of recommendation. Your bedroom diaper play into the grocery store so that you can still have a good time, but also your cashier isn't going to cry when they leave the register. I need to buy cashews right now. And I'm not going to let the diaper play get in the middle of that. I'm also not going to let the cashews <laughs> get in the way of my diaper play. That's simple and economics. This is a book on how to balance this. Because <laughs> this is a conundrum we all experience on a daily basis. I don't know how, but they found me. Is the artist recommendation I'm going to go with this week. <laughs> um, also, the last thing Gamage says before the Taylor Swifties kick in his fucking door and kill him. Why, 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 why attack me? I'm on your side. Fuck the, uh, the, no, the football like, people. Like I don't know. Six episodes ago, we talked about the concept of not bashing Taylor hey. Swift because the Swifties will find us. Yeah, but I also said that I like Taylor Swift and that Swifties are just scary, and they are, and they know it. But th- th- I'm not, I'm not the target, and that's fine. Um, they set off and like an earthquake, like they the uh, um, girthquake, girth quake. The Richter scale like read their movements when <laughs> Taylor Swift fuck? came to Seattle. <laughs> 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 Like, if you look up Taylor Swift Richter scale Seattle, it was the equivalent of a 2.3 magnitude earthquake. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, uh, I don't know how, but they found me. I, rec- I I didn't recommend them. I recommended another artist saying that they were kind of like, I don't know how, but they found me. Um, mm-hmm. But they're a great band. I love them. Uh, this one is literally a brand new fucking song that came out this year slash late December, depending on how you want to cut it. I don't. No, I don't care. Uh, but it's called Gloomtown Brats. It's a very good. It it has a lot of um, like Duran Duranisms or David Bowieisms, but like a, a lot of sounds that sound like like if I didn't know any better, if if I were to hear the song on a Duran Duran album, I would not have thought twice because it it's, oh. does have a very like style to it. Interesting. Gloomtown Brats. I fucking hella recommend it. Brand new song. I recommend the band oh, yeah. in general. It's it's a great band, and they they have a, a very versatile sound. Some sounds are classify them in a different genre altogether too. That is one of my favorite parts about this uh, music recommendation thing is because then I can just go down the rabbit hole of an entire album by someone, and then subsequently build a playlist off of that and find new people that are similar ish. Oh, yeah. I, I did that with a couple of the artists that I've already recommended where I'm like, I don't know who I'm listening to now, but it's good. But I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. Uh, so Gloomtown Brats for me and something, something, something Tavlo from Rachel. Yes. Something, something, something Tavlo is exactly what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> alright guys thank you for listening if you liked what you heard or uh, you just think that us talking about Final Fantasy and genetics for the past hour was boring as hell either way you should like and subscribe and download and listen again because you're probably fuck. wrong and it wasn't boring as hell and you liked it a little bit because you stayed for the full hour to hear my voice right now so haha y'all gonna be playing anyway, Final Fantasy 7 Friday anyway don't fucking come at me yeah don't judge 
Um, but yeah, uh, like, subscribe, download on whatever your most favorite po- whatever your most favoriteest podcasting place is. Uh, if you want us to talk about a thing, recommend a song to us. Ask us for advice that we definitely you definitely should not take. Please email us at whtpah at gmail.com. That's like you're spitting on a cat at gmail.com. Or follow us at We Have That Podcast at Home on Instagram. We post kind of pictures of stuff that we're sort of talking about. Sometimes it's literally things that we are directly talking about, and other times it's just kind of images that are related. And also and follow way, us on Blue Sky. We have a Blue Sky now. That's at yeah. whoopa dot social their system's weird i don't know it's it's find us on we have that podcast at home on blue sky it's like twitter but not elon musk yeah and that's <laughs> who who wouldn't be excited about not being involved with the sad walrus or whatever animal i compared him to i just hold on uh, uh i love the concept of these people made twitter they own twitter and then elon musk is like i'd buy twitter just to shut it down her her and they're like do it and he's like okay and oh 44 billion dollars and like he fucking it was it was a game of chicken and at the very last yes, minute and he lost he fucking backed out and they're like no 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 you have to pay and they fucking took him to court and the court's like you have to pay so he did and then, like, they're like, and all right, just peace. Twitter. And they left and then made a new fucking Twitter. It's hilarious. I love it. I'm here for it. While he actively drives current X Twitter literally into the ground. Yeah. Blue Sky. I don't know how to use Twitter, so I don't know how to use Blue Sky. Therefore. Therefore, come join us Ipso as we learn facto. how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Next week, we will be tackling the... The fine art of in real life. That's where we pick like a random topic. Oh, we we're re- like renaming hour. that to slice of life. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Let me redo this. Next week, we'll be tackling. I'm keeping this in. <laughs> slice of life. Oh, don't you mean IRL? Yes. <laughs> Dumb bitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Yeah, anyway, we'll be talking about a thing that's life-related. Slice of life. I don't know what that's going to entail. We'll figure it out. You'll figure it out with us. You'll be here with us next week. I've been off-brand Gamage. And I have been off-brand Rachel, and this has been our off-brand podcast, and we love you very much. Thank you for listening to We Have That Podcast at Home.